I'm Andy Lee. You're listening to Off the Wall. Hello there, you're very welcome along to Off the Wall. This is Off the Ball's Game of Thrones podcast with thanks to Discover Northern Ireland and their Game of Thrones territory, boasting over 25 locations and experiences for the ultimate fan. For more, log on to discovernorthernireland.com. We are reviewing The Bells. It is the penultimate ever episode of Game of Thrones. Many of you will be thinking, thank God. This television show is almost done. Um, I don't even know what to say, to be quite honest with you, because it was single-handedly the most devastating episode in the history of television in terms of wiping out important characters, in terms of getting rid of what were perceived to be important storylines or what we thought were going to be very cathartic ends to a lot of villains' lives. Character after character after character is wiped out in unbelievably brutal fashion. And to be quite honest with you, uh, I think it's right up there uh, in terms of the most horrifying episodes of Game of Thrones. Certainly. Certainly. Carnage. Sick. Carnage. Like, the amount of innocent people. Like, you know, when you think, oh, they're not going to kill a child. Mm. When it comes to Game of Thrones, they're always going to kill a child, you know? Like... Children, women. It was the grimmest episode we've seen, wasn't it? It was horrific. Like, have, have I just whitewashed seven seasons of Game of Thrones? Was Anton that bad no, no, before? No, I've never it's seen never been that like sick. That. It was, it was uh, really was shocking. How surprised were you? Um, I kind of spoiled it for myself because I'd read links, uh, leaks, and it turns out they were right. So mm-hmm. I kind of could guess what was coming, but even then, watching it unfold. Um, it was it was kind, but I actually thought it was a great episode. I actually like, you know, uh, you text me this morning and said I haven't we haven't watched it yet, but we're going to. And mm. I text you back and said I haven't watched it yet myself. And like I think that was the first time I didn't stay up to watch it. Oh, set the I had the alarm set, like and after last week's episode, I set the alarm and then I woke up. I said ah, I'll just wait till the morning. But I'm sorry I didn't. Yeah. And I will be setting it yeah, for next yeah, week because yeah, yeah. it's back. And it's I said back. I needed to come back. I oh, said I needed to come back. I'm actually happy. It's back. It's dark. <laughs> it's very dark. It's... Okay. But at least the, the biggest thing that... Like, there's obviously... I have a couple of gripes about it. Yeah. But I can see past them because I know they have to wind the story up. And at least there wasn't... Like, tactically... It's what she should have done all along in terms of going down, like Daenerys going down there and taking them out and showing her power. Like it, just, it just shows you what she could have been doing all along. I've got a big issue with you saying that it's back. Go on. Like, I've got no problem with the opinion that it's back, but I've got an issue with you saying it, given the opinions that you voiced on... <laughs> I'm right. Sorry, I, know, I know, Because you, in fairness, you had a big issue with Daenerys' character. And I'm, uh, that's How my can biggest you right now. That? That's but, my biggest right now. Andy, had a couple of nights, Andy Lee had a couple of nights good sleep. No, I had a couple of nights soul-searching. After I listened back to our bonus episode, I was like, what am I doing? I'm no. Like, I'm on, I'm like, I'm sitting here talking about this show like it's real life. Like, it's actually... Because not, it matters. Like, it's, <laughs> Why are we it sitting here, I know. I was like, oh my... God. Like, look at me there. Former world champion. Like, look what... Like, <laughs> where where is my street credit gone? Like, where... Like, like you know, I'm going to get totally roof, punked. Andy, that's I'm going to get gone. totally punked now when I walk around the streets like a Dublin 8. <laughs> that is the beauty like, of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones geek. But... Um, Oh, I had to take a step back from it. No, and no, I'm not. I'm not allowing you to take a step back, Andy. I'm not. But this, this, this episode did bring me back because there, there were logical decisions made, and it played out the way it should have played like out. Killing innocent of, people. Yeah, there were no like no. In terms of that's what she could. The only my biggest gripe is obviously they're setting the Daenerys up to be the Mad Queen now, and apparently she's gone full Mad Queen. Because well, she's, she's, she's gone full yeah. Mad Queen. And what was it that did it? 
like in the end, it was John the, the tolls of bells that like sent her over the edge because the bells from the start of the episode all the way up to the moment of them ringing. Tyrion kept talking about it. There was always being mentioned, mentioned, mentioned. It was being set up like when we ring these bells, it's over. We ring these bells, it's over. But it's not. It's only the beginning of it. Well, myself and Owen are Game of Thrones buddies, mm. and the whole way throughout the episode, as we watched it this morning. Not sure about the Game of Thrones buddies. Is that, is, is that official? Well, well, <laughs> we were watching it together, man. We're there together. We're experiencing it. We're enjoying it together. All the horrors, all the ills, all the the rights and the wrongs. But as we were watching it, Owen's like, "Someone's going to ring the bells." I was like, "It's going to be Jamie." Owen's like, "It's going to be Tyrion." I can't remember what you said exactly. Like you thought Cersei's going to ring it and pretend. That that was it. She's going to let oh, Daenerys yeah. in. Could like when Dan- better, Danny is yeah. sitting on the dragon, and you know something's going on in her head. I didn't think she was going to do what she did, and absolutely incinerate the but whole her city. Her and Grey Worm had it planned. They had a plan because as soon as he, as soon as those bells ring, he's the first one to kill a Lannister soldier. He doesn't hold back. Mm. He, he spears him. And so think I think they had a plan because they didn't inform anybody of the plan really they were saying like wait wait for me. you'll know she just says to, to, to um, and interestingly earlier in the episode they're speaking in and she sends them off in their own in High Valyrian yeah and she says like but, uh, although it's, it's subtitled they might have you know mm. they're kind of established that they kind of have their own understanding well, and the then thing, she's like you'll know wait for me you'll know when it's time to come yeah. in you know the thing is Grey Worm had nothing to live for after Missandei went and died like Daenerys has a kingdom to rule, she just incinerates them on. Yeah. The telling moment was: Do you know that shot that we see her the first time? You know at the start of the episode, where you see Varys at the start. You're like, this is going to be good. Then you see Tyrion in the next shot. Then you see Varys with John, and you see Tyrion with Daenerys. And when you see Daenerys that time, she's sickly looking. Yeah, she's, well, she's obviously strung with grief. She's really strung. Like it's. Yeah, she's sick. She's demented she's looking. <laughs> Man, if your best friend, best friends all get killed, mm. how are you how are you holding up? How what are you dealing with? Probably it? from the early throws of the episode. Yeah, the bear. You're not afraid <laughs> <bringing> of the dragons. <laughs> You're probably right, Andy. Like, probably right. I, to be fair, I can actually kind of justify. I think like if the, like this is my biggest gripe with it because she's like she's the breaker of change. She kind of ended slave culture, rape culture. Mm. She ended all of this stuff. Like she she fought for it for seven seasons. Like you know. And she she kind of turned the Dothraki around, who are known for pillaging and raping and sacking places. Like, and my biggest gripe is that now it's it's like just because of these not setbacks, but yeah, but that's kind of my point as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that mm. they've set they've set her up for it. It's not her. It's obviously it's it's the writing of the show that they painted a pathetic, but a pathetic if, picture of her. If and she there have been small signs along the way, like she in, nearly for every she's burnt one or two people throughout this, every. Nearly in every season, you know, she has consistently burned people. Um, but it's not this madness has not been planted. Like you say, with her father, he he was mad. Like in the end, he wanted to burn them all. He he was mad. He thought that if he set the wildfire in King's Land, he would emerge from the ashes and become a dragon. He was completely mad. But that he was mad for a long, long time, and he would he had been cruel and murdered people and killed people for a long, long time before that. So. When did well, Daenerys not been really set up like that? When did she become the Mad Queen? I think that I think they've written it in the last three episodes. Yeah, that's what it, Would you even give them that the much Mad credit? She's not the Mad Queen when she's defending Winterfell. She's not exactly. Would you even she give them three episodes of credit? You're probably right, yeah. And it seemed to me like, but it needs, John Barris was a moment of three seasons, not three episodes. You know, for the, for the payoff for this, you know. Hmm. Um, and I accept that, and that's why I have an issue with you saying that it was no, a great episode. Look, 
and I, <laughs> like I said, I'll take it's not, it's still, it has to be, it has to be. There was so, like, take that away from it, you know. It's still it, like a tender bonus great. episode never happened. Uh, no, 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 do not like that. My my grouse with episode four will always stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this came back in some way. You look at the great moments they had, like Tyrion setting uh, Jamie through Jamie free, knowing that he's gonna. This is the end of him. That if Daenerys finds out, he's gonna. And he says it like you know, uh, tens of thousands of lives, innocent lives for one guilty dwarf. It's uh, it's kind of makes sense, you know. And the acting in that scene between the two of them, it was just, it was top notch, you know. And, yeah, the two uh, strongest actors in the show, I think. Jamie had some great moments throughout the whole thing. Jamie, yeah. Cersei was good at the end as well. There was some brilliant, like, the Hound and Sansa, uh, Arya, inside the map room towards the end, where he's like, you know, if you come with me, you're going to die. Do you know what I think we saw? I think we saw a lot of characters revert to type in this episode. 100%. I do want to get back to how they killed off some of the villains. Mm. Can we just stick with Daenerys for just a moment? Mm, yeah. The dialogue with John early on, you guys mentioned it there a second ago, that's a really telling scene for me. When she sa- when he says to her, uh, you are my queen, and she says something along the lines of, that, is that all I am? Which to me seemed like a bit of a contradiction, given she was starting to show signs of a queen that was only interested in power. It didn't really matter what anybody else thought. So Jon Snow saying to her, you are my queen, is the most important thing that Jon Snow can say to her, in my opinion. It doesn't matter what her own personal feelings are. Granted, at the end of the show, that's actually hammered home more. Like, she is clearly... She's crazed with the idea of power at this point. She is in this situation now where she's in control. And Jon Snow, who ultimately is a rival to the Iron Throne, said to her, you are my queen. Like, I don't understand how that sort of stuff just isn't good enough. It was, yeah, but... Obviously, she wants more of their relationship because mm. there's a kiss, and then there's he pulls back. He pulls back from her, and then she says, "Well, like, you know, is it hate or love? You know, that they about the, the subjects of King's Landing or all the Seven Kingdoms mm. of Westeros? Is it fear or love? A fear or love? Yeah. Mm. And, and was that the and moment? She says it's fear, and that, like to me, know. that was her last chance. That was her last chance at redemption for herself, for her character. Like, had John just embraced her and said, "It's more." And just, just play along. Play along, you know. Johnny John, Boy never does that, does he? Honest John. <laughs> you know, John could have stopped all this. He could have, yeah. If he had actually just followed through <laughs> on his actual instincts and convictions, he could have stopped it. But mm. he's half arson it half the time. It's a good point, what Daenerys says, like, you know, you betrayed me. You, like, you so, know, you betrayed me to Sansa, and Sansa betrayed me to Varys, and I, you're, you're as good as killing them as, as. I don't think it was weakness from Daenerys. I think that her only way of measuring uh, loyalty is someone like Jorah being a noviter. Like, if John was to commit to her in that way, she might have been able to trust him. But nobody else in Westeros has she been able to trust. Mm. Even though they said to her face, you're my queen, I'm your hand, they've all failed her. So that was her, that was her only the way. The only was way, if yeah. John was in love with her, that was the only way that she was going to be able to keep him. Can I just say, harking back to last week, I told all, you so. All pulled back from being a mad queen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I told you so. About Varys. The two of you laughed at me when I said he really believes in the realm and the realm is the important thing. It's not bollocks. Mm. He was actually speaking his mind and his real uh, firmly held belief was that the realm is the most important thing and he always acted in the best interest of the realm. I told you so. Yeah, I know. I don't know. But he didn't do You're a bit much. of a Varys yourself, he didn't you? do much. Like All I care about is the realm. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, like, I guess he was just, you know... He was just a, a, a sounding board for the characters and for him to hammer home that she was going mad. Like, <clears throat> after season four, season five, there's none of, like, the 
the the move maneuvering of of people or you know the manipulation of people that Varys was known for and what yeah. makes him so great. He just basically is just hanging around until to this point. So you were happy so to see him killed off, or you weren't sad? He, anyway. he made no yeah. difference. See, the world changed though, Andy, in, in in Game of Thrones. Like there wasn't really much room for that that sort of movement at that stage. Like everyone was moving towards war. Yeah, but the Master of Whispers, he hadn't had no inside information. Yeah, 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 to, yeah, yeah. to give anybody, you yeah. know. He didn't. Well, he wasn't. Aware he lost of you when he didn't know who the or the yeah. Storm's end was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, let, let's talk about the Red Keep and the characters that were in there. So uh, there was. We'll get to the game ball in a moment. We'll start with Cersei. Um, for anybody who really hates Cersei, not me. Obviously, I thought she's a fantastic character. Uh, would it be a dissatisfying, an unsatisfying way for for her to go for for the Cersei haters? She is one of them. Like talk about a, a character like a three dimensional character developed and active. Perfectly by yeah, Henley, like, and for her just to die under a crumble of bricks, it's maybe a little bit dis- dissatisfying for some people. But the fact that she and Jamie were together and they knew it was the end, mm. I think it's it's fitting. I, I have maybe a bit more trouble with Jamie. This like, I, I it's a lot of people are, are like online and the community kind of have with his story act that he was obviously bad, came around to being good. Helps Cersei get realize Cersei is no good for him that she's the one that's dragging him down, becomes good and then at the last moment goes back to Cersei. Yeah, well the two of them went around that roundabout a few times. Yeah, in terms of showing a bit of humanity. Like, yeah, and people are complicated and, yeah. and obviously their relationship, brother and sister, is more complicated than anybody than anybody anything. But but Jamie broke the veil with her in that last couple of scenes. Like you actually felt like Cersei was a human. Mm. Um, she had fear. She, she used to tell him she was delighted up, to see him. To the end, yeah. yeah. She was but she was still, she, be, she became more of herself, I suppose, in those last moments. She reverted to type, you know? Um, it, was the prophecy that you will die in the arms of the hands of your little brother? Is that what it was? The Valenka is your little brother. I don't see it's. You know, at the hand ra- or in yeah, the hands. A wrap around your neck, like, and it's, it's, I can't remember the direct hmm. prophecy now, but it was like that he would strangle you, or, or strangle the life out of you, or something like that. Okay. Um, but it was, but they, maybe it was maybe some version of that, yeah. yeah. Uh, with prophecy, it's always kind of vague enough to be fulfilled in a, in a lot of different ways. Um, I kind of expected her to have a move up her sleeve. My, my most favorite death, yeah. Yeah, you thought she might have just got out. Just got out. Not even that. I thought she might have done something to the dragon, maybe or something. Like she's overseeing everything, and she's so calm. Yeah. But maybe it's just that she's so unrealistic so, that she's so, calm. Yeah, so um, in denial. Yeah, it's actually happening in front of her. But like my favorite death of the whole thing was Kaiban. Yeah, <laughs> <man>. splat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the? F- but let's talk about like what the hell is. Uh, so, so Gregor, like, what the hell is he? He's very like, the mountain. Like, what is he? Like, he's been stabbed in the eye, stabbed in the brain, stabbed in the heart, stabbed all over, and just nothing. Like, like a mixture what of the did Kyburn do to him? Like, yeah. what? Like, we'll never find out. That's like, it's, is, that, is that a fully television uh, spectacle? The whole no, Kyber- there is, there is. There's a character in the books called Robert Strong who's been brought back. Yeah. And in the books, it just ends with Cersei's walk of shame. So he's there to to meet her, mm. uh, and he she goes into his arms. Similar in, in the show. Yeah, yeah. That's that's where it ends. So it's not really fleshed out what he is or who he is, but it's it's highly hinted that it's the mountain being resurrected. But like in terms of like, it's a good job they fell off the cliff because he would have been around. He wasn't going. He wasn't <laughs> getting him. rid of him. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Do you remember? Like, he didn't like. He, sorry, but he obviously. He obviously has some his own will and desire. And emotion. Instead of just being this drone who just 
who just takes commands because mm. he denies Cersei when she asks him to stand stand by her side, and then when Kyburn he just splats him. And that was the one death I was like, oh. Yeah. He's like a level between the Night King and the White Walkers. He's a bit too stupid to be, to be up there. <laughs> yeah, but he's not like, he's invincible. Yeah, he really is. Just on the Cersei prophecy, the exact line was from HBO's version. Oh, sorry. HBO's version of the prophecy left out, when your tears have drowned you, uh, the Velonker shall wrap his hands around your pale white throat and choke the life from you. That's not in the book. That's not in the show. That's not in, in the, the show, book. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, so that, that's the exact one there. So it probably... A bit of a tweak. Yeah, you'd like to think they deliberately left out that part of the prophecy just because they knew this was going to how, how it would end. But uh, just on uh, the mountain, do you remember Kane in WWF? Yes. Yeah, that's exactly who he looked like. <laughs> <laughs> he, looked, he looked like the guy from the... I don't know what the guy he is now. He's in, uh, you ever watched Doctor Who, the guy with the big fat head and no neck? He's like a robot from the, from the shoulders yeah. down. You know, in, that guy? in terms of the, the game ball, did it live up to your expectations? It was, it was ch- good, it was yeah, great, it was good, good, it was good. There were some great shots, like the dragons over flying overhead, and mm. like, like it was, it was perfect. You would have liked to see them matched on, like, obviously, the mountain had the upper, upper, upper ground, like, he was, had the advantage. Obviously, he was a bigger man, the older brother had all the advantages, and he also had, the, like, the higher ground. So, like, the hound was fighting, up, I was totally up against it. But, uh, and the hound has learned from Arya. And if it was, if it was, they were both human. Then the hound would have won it easy because he stabs him quite early. You know. That was a great scene, though, with the hound and Arya. Yeah, it was. It that was really one of my favorite was, scenes. It really, really was like, and she has to check herself. And like you talk about the characters reverting to type when she leaves that scene, mm. she is back to herself, running around. Yeah. And then after she, was, she had fear. Mm. After witnessing all of what's gone on, I think she's back to being a killer. I think she's back to death. When she's riding out on the horse at the very end. Well, it's the pale horse. Yeah. Death rides on a pale horse, you know, and here, here she's going to come. Wow. And to me, like, um, full spoilers for next episode. Close your ears, I'll turn off right now. Like, well, are, you, are you about to talk to us about a leak? Yeah. Should Spoiler I, alert. Should I, should I or not? Okay. Like, oh, I'm just saying this is my prediction. This is not in a leak. My prediction. Okay, so uh, not in, a leak. In, in the leak. No, go on. No, I can't say because. Ah, Andy, can't be teasing okay. like this. Um. Can you give us a hypothesis that's not based on fact? Okay, so you haven't read this. No, I'm, think, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Arya's going to kill Daenerys. That's not a leak because I said that already. Yeah. Well, like all the time, Sue has been saying. Um, Sue's not here at the moment. She's been saying that John's going to kill her. Sue's in Vegas. And that's heavily, heavily like hinted. But I think I'm thinking Arya now. When I saw that horse, I'm thinking it's going to be Arya. Why did Sue believe John was going to kill her? I don't know. Maybe she read the leaks and is claiming it for her own. <laughs> <laughs> Classic suit. <Yeah. laughs> but, like, I think we're skipping them far ahead. We're right at the end of the episode now. But along the way, like, we should be mentioning some of the stuff that went that went down. Like, what did you think of, like, the Golden Company? They've got to be the most useless. Yeah, yeah and useless. another pointless plot device. And it you can't even call it a plot device. Like, he just got mowed down by yeah. the death. He, like, they absolutely did not. Like, in the face of a dragon burning, burning you from the rear, mm. you can't do much. And then you've been... Then the, then the, the Dothraki have their, their fun. You know? I'm surprised there's still a few Dothraki left. Mm. Well, so like that's the, another hot like, you know. Mm. The plot device of the bank manager was to introduce yeah. the Golden Company, yeah. which was ultimately going to lead on, onto something bigger because the bank manager was this spooky character at the end yeah, of the last bank, season. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, I keep calling him the bank manager. Uh, <laughs> but like, <laughs> like, did they just change their mind on that? Did they, did they just know. decide that the Golden yeah. Company wasn't important? Yeah, like, I just had no room for it. 
I don't, like, I don't see how you can do that. Another gripe with the episode is, but we must have spent a good 15 minutes of the episode showing people getting burned up. Like, we're like, okay, we've seen, we've got this already. There's so much other stuff we could be investing this time in in an episode, whereas the la- penultimate episode of the last season, where we could be moving things along story-wise, yeah. plot-wise, instead of just watching people burn. We surpassed the, the grid we did threshold. All that yeah. Is because they want to drive home that Danny's gone mad, that she's that her yeah. death's going to be justified, that people won't be upset when she gets killed. I think next episode. Yeah, well, it also shows to us the relentless nature of war, and ultimately they probably came to the realisation that they turned Daenerys into a villain extremely quickly. They now need to backtrack on that, and they need to ensure that we root against her at this point. And as you say, giving a prolonged uh, sense of chaos, a prolonged sense of uh, terrible crimes being committed uh, against civilians is a, is a surefire way of doing it. The question is, though, is that just a, a cheap yeah. device? Would it not be better yeah. if we were rooting for Daenerys and she was killed? Would that not be better? Like, is that not better television? Are, like, I think, yeah, it's... I don't know. Is it's, there not a better... Is there not a better script when there's a shroud of humanity that she's clinging on to? That she doesn't go and do that? Maybe Does she have a shred of humanity left anymore? Is there a redeeming feature here anywhere? I, I Like, in some ways, like, I don't know about, but, like... Up to that point where she's burning all those people. Mm. You're on her side still. Oh, you are? Yeah. No. You're not. I said it's last week, after last week's episode, I felt it had shifted dramatically against Daenerys. What did she do last week? That says, I think she had a chance of redemption if she hadn't... Uh, like, yeah, she hadn't... Uh, she had stopped when the bells rang. Well, no. Then it's all good. If she just gone straight for the right keep. Mm. But if what she, she gone yeah. straight for Cersei. What she did last week was, again, another pivotal scene with Jon immediately after the celebration in Winterfell talking to him and begging him not to tell anybody. Yeah, now, she has this as a righteous cause. You may argue that he was wrong to tell somebody. I thought he was right. I thought that this is a very important piece of information. And she should have had the trust. Not a one way around that. I'll never tell you she's his queen. Part. It's just say, well, it's, I'm your queen and I command you not to tell anybody. There's, there's, the, there's this whole big plot gone. Yeah. You know, I command you to obey obey my wishes and, and remain silent on this. Or as somebody who clearly loves Jon Snow, could she not treat him like an actual adult and trust him to impart that information and still maintain that she is his queen? Mm. The, like, the lack of trust began and it was sown deep inside Daenerys. That doesn't make her villain though. It did to me. That's, that's, oh, it, it, show, it, it showed... Well, sorry, it didn't make her a villain. It, it definitely created enough of a doubt in her motive that I started to root against her in the last episode. Oh, that's why I started her. to root for Varys, and I was like, we need to stop Daenerys getting to this position. Two, two episodes ago, you were rooting for the Night King. <laughs> to be fair, that's probably foreshadowing the sort of chaos that we thought would ensue. A little bit. I was always a Cersei guy. Always a Cersei guy. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. He'll not sit the eye in front of the end. Little fingers in the background. He'll not sit the eye in the end. He'll be here. We'll all be wiped out of the studio and he'll be here. Whispering. Whispering Kerry G is Little Secrets. I was always a Cersei guy because of the complexities in her character and she was a brilliant villain. I was never a fan of Daenerys. Now, if if I was Varys... I feel sorry for Daenerys. I was never a big Daenerys. I think she's been known in the service. Like... I think it's been too quick. I think the, the, the drop into madness has been too fast. Yeah, There's been some too. suggestion, actually, a uh, good suggestion online, that it's um, a sexist storyline. The whole Mad uh, woman goes crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what you think of that. Uh, there is, like, um, but, like, 
the world has changed with, with with Game of Thrones whenever it was what was it 2010 when it, or 2011 when it first aired well, when was it written like, like times have, yeah but and times have changed but even in the books George R. Martin like female empowerment is, is a huge thing he's, mm. he's very much uh, has a feminist not agenda but he's, he's very much sides with the feminists or whatever he's he, he, he writes strong female characters and as the show progressed and as times changed in, in the real world you could see the prominence of the women coming into the show. Cersei, Daenerys, Sansa. Uh, even though Sansa had tough times along the way, yeah, very a lot of hard times along the way, women became very prominent in the show. But now this bit at the end, I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. You know, yeah. like Two I, weeks I, don't, going I, don't, here. I don't have it. I'm not like I don't. Uh, it's definitely going against that. Exactly. I, I would agree that, like, like here, here is a, a strong. If this, like, and someone said, if she was a man killing people with a sword, yeah, it's all fine. John John executed Ollie, the, like the guys who stabbed him. One was a child. Yeah. Who was he, the child was fully justified in in stabbing John because John had let it through all these violence. Who killed his family? Who killed his whole family? Raped his village and killed his family. And all of a sudden, John's out welcoming him with open arms. And obviously, he's just a child. He's been manipulated by the older people in times of Castle Black. And then John executes him. So John is John mad? No. Ned Stark in the first scene of the whole show, Ned Stark beheads a man. Because he's running away from because he betrayed his Night's Watch vows because he saw the White Walkers, but he doesn't investigate it, doesn't ask him what he saw. Doesn't he's noble though, Andy. Back up, boom, off with his head. Is he mad? Like this is a brutal word. The fact that it's just a dragon makes it. Uh, I guess it's a family history. That uh, I I think I don't know. I think there are roots in in that point because I can remember a couple of weeks ago we were discussing the potential of three mad queens, and it just seemed to become a. A common occurrence. A common, a, a, kind of, it seemed to be something that they were hinting at the whole time that the main women in the show were always on the brink of a, a humongous character flaw. Yeah. As in, usually, and that character flaw was usually being completely batshit crazy. <laughs> like, that was essentially the, the picture they, they paint them, of their pr- prominent female characters. It's something I actually hadn't you know, really considured you know, until I kind of saw like, it earlier Brienne on. Brienne got done like, dirty last week. Hmm? You know, Brienne got done dirty. Like, you know, like yeah. you said, I thought she would hold it in. Like, when. But she like she she completely broke down and was like weak for Jamie. You know what I mean? Mm. When you said I thought that she would they would write it as if she would like okay, will you go down there? I'm still Brienne, you know. And yeah. She wasn't. She was out there in the cold, in the middle of the courtyard in Winterfell, like crying for Jamie. So yeah. the reality here is that nothing here, from the writer's point of view, is deliberately sexist. It's no. actually just a result of very quick uh, efforts to tie up plot lines. That is, that is that is what we're seeing here. So that's why uh, Daenerys went mad so quickly. That's why they got rid of Missandei so quickly. Uh, the Sansa story, like that, that's an interesting one. And I guess George R. R. Martin had uh, much more of a hand directly from the books in her character arc. But it is, it is uh, something worth considering. Uh, like, I wonder, does Cersei kind of be, does she get remembered now in a far more noble way, given the way her character arc ended? I would say yes. I would say. Like the 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 ending for Cersei haters, not me, would be a dissatisfying one. Like just because she died by rubble, but also you got to think about not only the way she died, but the person well, she was when she died. Uh, yeah. What do you mean the person she was when she died? The more soulful, crying, emotional. I want my I baby want to, to live. That's I five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that's five. That's something. She it's still. Something. Let she minutes. still. In the end, she's still responsible for bringing all those people inside yes. the walls. You know. She, she could have. She, she could have surrendered. Like, like the game that point's been made it, in the show that, like, it, this is Cersei's fault. They're in there because of her. Mm. She's putting her people. She brought them all in. But that, oh, it's only going to be remembered as that. She locked them all in. Yeah. Like, I, she I, I would have liked to see herself. a more fleshed-out ending for Cersei, a character that's been 
the main person of the show for a long, long time, one of the best actors in the show, one of the best characters in the show and books. And then she's killed under another rubble. Oh, it made you happy, stabbing in the back? No, that she's pulled in like there's a court, or she's held accountable, that she's, like, stripped down verbally mm. and... And they finally like, and that justice is done in some sense. But didn't Cersei you know, have that with Shane? Didn't she? Didn't we see that with? Yeah, Cersei? but I mean, yeah, but like. Then the red keep happens. That was the a hormonal thing, like that just wiped out. Like they were building up the, <laughs> building up like the 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 what they called the sparrows, like yeah. The, that was that was, that was mad. Do you, do you know when you look back? Well, actually, no, we can't have this conversation. Now. We'll have to have it in one of the post show episodes. <laughs> the most evil act. Like the Daenerys, the whole thing. Like when you're thinking Ramsay, you're thinking Cersei, what she did. Obviously, now Daenerys just tops it by the sheer mass numbers of people that she slaughtered. I don't know. Well, Daenerys for me is absolutely number one. Mm. And also, it's just because that we got to see it. We didn't see people, innocent children, running around the streets when when Cersei blew up the set. No, we didn't. No, we didn't see all that. It wasn't shown, but we they've made a point of showing us all this stuff, this like horror, because it's gonna it's gonna justify Danny's end. Yeah, and I, I think it's kind of a harder thing to really get behind as well, uh, Daenerys' cause. Um, the one other villain we wanted to talk about, or should we give him any time at all, is Euron Greyjoy. Do, you, like, do we, do we want to waste a couple of minutes talking about he's this? He's the last final line. Like, he's whole, like, you get the great line to end on. He does, I know, but like, like this is the, 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 king of the, the, the king of the Iron Island, the so-called king of the Iron Island. It's the king of the realm. He, is he not with Cersei? Yeah, <laughs> like, you slayed another king. Circumnavigated the... Circumnavigated the wor- the world of Planetos. Like he, like he's just a terrible character in the show. Did he not have a bit of a Stannis-like end, where it's kind of like, is he really dead? Mm, is he off screen? He's dead. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think he is. True, in a twist, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like so. That's uh, it. This, in this medieval world, if he doesn't knife, doesn't the infection will, you know, we'll get you. No Kyburn around to save him. That's a good point as well. <laughs> Can't turn into Kane. It was in the cave. <laughs> you made the point. It was in the cave that we stood in a few weeks ago. Yeah, that's like... Up by cushion. I was watching, we were getting a lot of uh, like callbacks to our little trip up That was off. a great trip with Discover Northern Ireland. Thank you, Northern Ireland. Yeah, because I think we saw the, the King's Land set, we saw it. We can, saw you tell, it. can you talk us through that moment once more in the car park for, for once freely? Yeah, you yeah, can let yeah, us know yeah. what you saw. Well, we went to this exhibition uh, of the game. We went to see that we were the first at the unveiling of the Game of Thrones experience. In, yeah, it was early uh, April. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was three and Sue. And... Uh, we pull into the car back and I'm looking at the King's Landing set completely burnt. And I couldn't believe it. It was out in the like it wasn't completely out in the open, but you could easily see all the tops of the buildings, the gates. Yeah, it was out. It's in the dock, like, it's down by Harlan and Wolf, it's in the like, exhibition centre. And it was all completely burnt unless it's a huge spoiler, like for the whole season. And it was just out there like, you know. We were trying to rush into the press conference and Andy is freaking out. Jumping around, saying, "Look what they have out! Look what they have out!" <laughs> and now we know why. Now we know why. Yeah, we, he kept quiet. On. We thought it was wildfire. We thought it would have been the Night King, but it was mm. Danny. We got to saw the prop, the division, uh, the, the dragons flying over the uh, yeah. red keep, and we saw, which we'll see in a while in the next episode's preview. Looks like it's snowing, like in the episode when there's this white stuff. Like I'm assuming that's ashes. Yeah, ashes, ashes and dust. Yeah. yeah. And like what Danny has said in previous seasons, I don't want to ru- be the one who rules the. I don't want to rule the ashes. ashes. Yeah. So now she's looks like she's going to do that. Well, we get to that in just a moment. There, one last theme I wanted to touch on before we get to the teaser is the idea now that all the traditional villains that have ever existed in the show are now wiped out completely. We now have the one villain. I assume we're, we're all viewing Daenerys as a villain here. Kind of. Uh, you, you could be on. Both. I'm kind of grey. Yeah, but okay. Well, then let's go. All the villains are dead. Yeah. How does that make you feel? 
Well, this I think it's it's probably timely. In this this like it's the last episode, and I do want to see some sort of. I don't want it just to end with the end. I want to see. I do want to see an epilogue. I do want to see. I want them to have the plot, all of this stuff tied up in the first half of this next episode, and I want it to be some sort of flash forward or some sort of resolution of how the war continues when this story's over, when this battle of the kings and queens and the, the, whoever sits the Iron Throne. I like whoever sitting on the throne to be done halfway through the episode, and I'd like to see. Some sort of ending. Like I don't know how we're going to console you, man. No, I'm happy. I'm this happy. is it now. This is the end of it. I'm not free. I'm free after this. <laughs> like, I am free. I don't have to... I won't be looking up YouTube. I won't be reading theories. I won't be on Reddit. <laughs> I will be free of Game of Thrones. I wonder, is what happened in the last episode a message to all of us viewers? Kind of a, a screw you to everybody who watches the show, to people who sit at home saying, you know, I hate villains and, you know, I want the good guy to win in the end. And the showrunners have just said to us, no, screw you, this is what happens. You get, here's your wish, let's kill off all the villains. Here's what happens. <laughs> all, all the good dies with the villains. Ah, lads, I think you're right. Daenerys, we even boxed into a corner here. Daenerys Tyrion's, is Tyrion's going to have to, Daenerys going to get Tyrion. Yeah. He's going to have to pay for freeing Jamie. There's going to be some sort of, I don't know. How does she know that he's free Jamie? How would she know in the midst of all the madness? Captured? Why isn't he still captured? Okay, I suppose. I'm no, and no. She, the, she, he ordered the Unsullied away. They'll just ask, he'll just ask the Unsullied, how did Jamie escape? Tyrion said, leave us alone. Next thing, he's gone. Where is he now? Nobody knows. Was there not an element of John? Now, one of the grimmest things I thought was the Northerners, how they acted in the, in the right keep when they started going for the, the women and children. Mm-hmm. But, like, John then gets his men to retreat. Was Daenerys not burning everybody? Did she care whether it was her men or not down there? But there was wildfire going off as well at that point. There was, yeah, there was, true. So it was just like, get him out there. Yeah, the, that was like, quite a symbolic thing as well, wasn't it? That wildfire was only a mere speck on the screen and the dragon fire was... Let's talk about Drogon, man. What a killer. Like, yeah. What a power. Ruthless. Showed him, like, you know, that's what you can do. Like, Rhaegal is, is about one-tenth of the dragon that Drogon is. Rhaegal was only a pup, like... He must have been. He was your favourite, wasn't he? I liked Rhaegar, yeah. There was an inconsistency in <laughs> the mortality of the dragons. Yeah, there was definitely was, yeah. Like, suddenly, they, in about 40 seconds, the entire fleet was wiped out. Weapon of mass destruction. Yeah, that fleet that killed uh, Rhaegar pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't really like that. Like, what, what happened to the, the crossbow prowess this time? Ballistas were just Gone. useless. <sighs> like, it's... Uh, yeah, it's I, just the difference of having a rider. And she Maybe. was... She was. She knew what she was doing, I suppose, yeah. that time. She acted and, like she did. Will we get on to the next episode? We'll have a look at the teaser first of all, because there's a couple of bits. It's not too detailed, but yeah. we will have a look at this. This is the teaser for the last ever episode of Game of Thrones. So as you can see, Daenerys there presiding over uh, a chaotic situation. It does look really dark there. And the thing, yeah, with the shading. Tyrion's still walking. Yeah. He's been walking for... The thing with Tyrion in this, in this episode is that he's just hanging around, standing around, looking up, looking defensive. <laughs> he's one of the most like recognisable men in the kingdom, you know. Um, he must be a good bit outside. He be a target, yeah, like, yeah. you know. That's another thing with this, um, the plot armor of, well, say maybe, ma- mainly Arya of, you know, episode five, that how many times could she have died during the flea, trying to get out of it, and she just kept surviving. She was saved by that um, that lady as well, wasn't she, and her child? Who and then they died. were both died. Who she then like inadvertently killed by saying, "Come with me, you're gonna die." Ah, she's probably right though. The whole she place, is, right, whole place yeah. is crumbling. That, that, that really is a grey area. Would they have survived or not? Uh, so we see Tyrion there. Like, mm. what is Arya's role now? Is it is it in her mind? Is I, it? I think she's gonna go for Daenerys. 
It'd be interesting to see if she if she succeeds, if she can do it, and like, which will like by going for the Irish, she, she risks herself. Mm-hmm. You know? That's really like that's if you're making predictions here, like the whole thing has been set up for us to believe that Arya is going for the She's on her way to get Cersei. Mm-hmm. The hound stops her right beforehand, scares her a little bit, sends her off. She survives all this, and he tells right her about the revenge. She tells her about revenge. This, the foreshadowing is: look at me. I've served revenge since since before you're like since I was born. If you go down this path, you'll end up like me. Mm-hmm. And how does he end up? Dead. So are we so going to see Arya with her face scarred with fire from Drogon and... Would Arya be dead? I don't know. The end of and then who does, it, who does the deed? Is it Jon? Will Sue's prophecy come well, like, well, if... Or is it Tyrion? If, if Daenerys kills Arya, then, then I guess the, everyone will feel justified in, in someone killing Arya. Arya's just ended in Lion King. I know. How could she justify that? Have we seen the, the end of Winterfell? I think not Yeah, maybe to, as a location, but I think some of the characters might come down. Mm. We might see. Sansa's not leaving Winterfell. I don't know. She might come down if if it's at the end of if she hears Danny's dead or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It has to be some sort of great council at the end. Once this kind of story, like once they, I don't know. If there's going to be it's a great not, council. like John and John's not on Danny's side now. He's seen that what she mm. can do, what she's capable, of, and he also he has those that's been planted in his mind that she's mad, that she's the mad queen, by both Tyrion and Varys. And he's seen it, so he's gonna he's gonna be up against that. John was the closest to her. How did he not see it coming? Because it's not real. It's just been, <laughs> you know. Them. And that uh, is yeah. a real, like that. That's real nail in the coffin in terms of an endorsement for Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like and th- that, that is this final season, last two seasons, this season, last season. I, yeah. I think your attitude there at the start of the episode sums up the issue with Game of Thrones. That you're actually suddenly thinking to yourself, I I shouldn't be caring this much about this. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, at its peak, I bet you never had that thought. No, and that's that's why it's it's this is really cathartic for me. You talk about the characters having cathartic games. This is good for me because it's, I'm like so disappointed. I can walk away now and not not ever care about it again. Yeah, just be like yeah, let it go. Just wait for the book. I don't know how to describe what I'm feeling off you right now. <laughs> it's, it might change on now. In front yeah, of your I don't eyes. know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I might be. I feel kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm happy to be out of there. I'm happy. To, I'm not, like this would be good when it's done. Mm. One more episode next week. Is this going to be? The, are we going to have a few more? Are we going? To yeah, we might do a few more. Like season matches. wrap, season wrap. Yeah, we'll preview yeah, the, the spin-offs. Back. Yeah, you know, this, uh, George R. R. Martin will suddenly finish the book as soon as uh, HBO are done with uh, this Um I, I don't know. Like the the one. Just my final thought on this is that there's no way Daenerys is now winning. Like if you, if you think about the logic of the writers at this point, they've sped things up so much that they want to give us a happy ending. Well, it's always been. Said it's going to be a bittersweet ending, and that would probably be. It's already, it's already bittersweet. Like yeah. whoever sits the Iron Throne now, do we really care? No. Do we? No. I like, don't think so. If, everything they did in the last episode was bittersweet. I mean, the Clegane's killing each other, mm. bittersweet. Cersei and Jamie dying at the same time, bittersweet. Is it though? It's only bittersweet for B- people like bitter, you. Who bittersweet care about is it? No, no, it was bittersweet. It was, yeah. No, it was, as in you care about Jamie, but you don't like, care about Cersei. It was like there was only. The only like, really satisfying death was Kaiban. Like, <laughs> like bittersweet is the easiest thing to create as a as a showrunner. You pick a good character, you pick a bad character, you kill them at the same time. I could write that shit. So John and Danny, bittersweet. Yeah, oh, there you go. And Arya sits on whatever throne. I don't exists. think Arya will sit. Sansa. I've said it from the start that Sansa will sit the throne. Do you want to update our uh, map? Or is there any point? Is there any point? Throw this whole thing in the bin. Well, Winterfell are all safe, are they? 
Oh, I've got Brand Circus still around. Yeah. Jamie and Sam. What a useless Jamie. character. Yeah, like Jamie dead. Bron is still around hanging. Oh, Bron is still there. Bron is still going. So that's a year on. Davos is still there, isn't he? Yeah. Davos is Barry's still there. Gone. So Barry's gone. Is Grey Worm still alive? Grey Worm is still alive. there. And this is, this is it now. So let's go through these characters. So uh, we've got Brienne, we've got Sansa, we've got uh, Bran, we've got Sam and Gilly, we've got Bronn somewhere in the middle, and then we go down to King's Landing, and we've got Arya, we've got Grey Worm, we've got Sir Davos, we've got Jon Snow, we've got Tyrion, and we've got Daenerys Targaryen. And uh, that is our penultimate update on, on the map. Final prediction for who sits the Iron Throne. At this point, okay, so I can say with confidence I don't think it's going to be Daenerys. It comes down to three people then. Arya, I don't think it's going to be her. Then it comes down to Jon or Sansa. I think it's going to be Jon, the reluctant leader. But I'm starting, I think the last episode was a very good endorsement for Sue's theory that there is no, going to be an, an Iron Throne. There might not even be a King's Landing after what we just witnessed. So your prediction is Jon? Jon, to be the leader of the realm. <coughs> well, you've gone for Jon. You've mentioned Sue's democracy theory. We can take that to Sue's, that's Sue's prediction. I'm going for Tyrion. Ooh, I think Tyrion doesn't make it out the next episode. I'm going, I said Sansa. I'll probably stick with that. Um, I said Sansa early on, but I you as well. Care. Yeah. I'd just like to spare a fault for all the parents out there all over the world who've, since this show's been out, it's called, who've named their babies Khaleesi. Because there has been a few of them. There oh has been God. a few of them, especially in America. <laughs> a lot of people have been calling their kids oh Khaleesi. Oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine. And now, look. Yeah. And that was my plan as well. Khaleesi Sheehan was on the way. <laughs> 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 All right, that is, uh, that is it for Off The Wall. Unless you've got any final thoughts before this week. That's a good place. Uh, we'd, we'd love to hear from you. You can tweet us uh, at Off The Wall underscore GOT on Twitter. Uh, this has been with thanks to Discover Northern Ireland and their Game of Thrones territory, boasting over 25 locations and experiences for the ultimate fan. Go and see where you on Greyjoy got killed yourself. For more, log on to discovernorthernireland.com. We'll chat to you next week here on Off The Wall. Bye-bye for now.